G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Blues are nine and three. Standards are rising, opportunities knocking, and the coach Michael Voss is with us on Crunch Time. Michael, welcome. Thanks, Jared. What had you so worked up at three-quarter time, Michael? What had you seen that rankled you? <laughs> yeah, I've been rewinded now of it a few times. Um, but I've oh, just straight away from a, a few simple things in the game. Um, been working on a, on a few things just to be able to make sure that we can um, execute correctly for longer. And um, we just drifted away from it. Um, started the quarter really well and... Um, and weren't able to stay to it. So um, it was just a nice, friendly reminder to, to get back on that task. You've got to have that in you, don't you, Michael? Yeah, I think so. Um, you, you know, you different ways to looking to get the best out of your group. And, um, you know, as I said at the time, it's, it's and I've said right throughout this year, it's not about the scoreboard for us. We're, um, <clears throat> we've obviously been able to put a lot of great transformational moments in the group. Um, we're still very much learning about what we need to be able to do to um, get to where we need to go. And um, sometimes you've got to call on those sorts of things to be able to uh, draw something out of them. Was it a, a flow on from maybe a couple of the things that you'd highlighted after the Collingwood game? Uh, oh, a little bit. The Collingwood game was somewhat um, different in that uh, we just didn't start with the energy um, required for the defensive part of the game. And, and it really put us at risk um, for most of the game. So the fact that we strung... Um, probably two 10-minute periods um, throughout that game and, and almost snatched it. We, we were almost put ourselves in a, in a, in a um, position to win the game, but we certainly didn't deserve it. Um, now, this was somewhat different. Um, it was just uh, being able to make sure that we just stuck to our job. We, we got our detail role, in our roles right, um, and that gives us the best chance to be able to um, play the right way. Vossi, Essendon obviously came with a big occasion. They hunted the ball early. It was a sort of it was a weird game for you guys a little bit last night. Early on, your stoppage work probably wasn't up to what we've expected from you guys in the past. But your ball movement, your composure moving forward was was really good and broke Essendon open a couple of times. But then in the second half, it looked like it flipped. Uh, Cripps got his hands on the ball around the stoppage, but your ball movement really dropped away. What did the the guys say about that after the game? Yeah, it's a funny one that wasn't it uh, that we had to set the game up from uh, in a different way. Um, you know, we've obviously had that um, clearance dominance um, that uh, uh, that we normally have, but uh, obviously some went to work on it really hard and um, we're able to get field position. And um, But on the on the counter, we're able to work our way through it and um, really clever with our ball use, um, took the options, um, felt like even though that we were moving the way we were, it's still pretty much low risk and um, it set up some really good scoring opportunities. But um, you know, clearly you're trying to address most things. Um, you know, the mids went to work and, and gave us a bit more territory from that part of the game, but uh, we fell away in a few other areas. And to be fair, you know, I, I would say that both teams weren't um, going great by foot at that particular time. The more the game went on, it seemed uh, that the errors were able to were escalating. Fossey, Hodgie spoke earlier before you came on in regards to the tempo of the game and ways that you can get more, I guess, bang for your buck, when to go fast and when to go slow. Is that an educational thing, whether you agree with it or not? And how do you teach that? And I probably teach your players in the moment to understand what the situation needs. It's a fair, fair body of work um, because we certainly haven't got it right um, all the time. Uh, and it's, it's a very much feel thing for the players. Um, we certainly uh, um, talk about it a fair bit. Our chances are 
offensive coach and, um, you know, he's always talking about the speed and the numbers and um, assessing the situation. Um, ultimately, it's just you, it, it comes down to your training environment um, and, and being able to try and recreate scenarios and, um, and then go out there and train it. So because the players are the ones that have to be able to feel it. Um, and, and, but the one thing we can never replicate, of course, is the opposition and what they're doing and, and um, you know, 65,000 people in the stand. So um, we're very much um, um, asked the players to be able to make those decisions and uh, when's the right time to do what. You get to bring back Caleb March back last night for the first time in a very, very long time. He's been riddled with the injuries for about three seasons. How nice is it as a coach to be able to tell somebody that news and how pleasing was it for the group to have him back in the team? Oh, they're the joyful moments of coaching. Um, it was uh, it was fantastic just to be able to see. Um, he's clearly loved by this playing group. Um, he's had an, an incredible journey over the last, um, last three years and I've said it a couple of times, but he's had some ups and downs since I've been here. And, um, you know, he's had some challenges that have extended beyond that, well beyond that. Um, so for, for to give him the news, um, I wanted to tell him after training because it's just like, oh, you want to tell him before training that something happened. Uh, I wanted to tell him after training and the boys have just absolutely wrapped it. It can really energise you. Um, you know, clearly we lost Weeders last week and um, it was disappointing. We've lost him for a little while. But um, to fill that with some great news, um, the boys got around him pretty big. Uh, Silvani, you look at him last night, he did so many good things, but what we keep saying with your players when you do get injuries is people step up and play roles that they don't normally play. You look at Draper and Phillips last night was trying to work over to Koning, um, but Silvani was able to jump in, play a ruck, work hard forward. You've got to be impressed with some of the selfless mindset and acts from some of your younger players. Yeah, definitely, uh, and we, we've certainly got players that have, um, received some accolades for some of the games that they've played. Um, you know, Charlie's kicking the goals and H and you know, Crip is having a great season and um, obviously Docky's story on its own is, um, you know, is an unbelievable one and his form has uh, been strong. Um, but the, the the thing that we've tried to really value more than anything else is, our, is um, the guys are able to willing to do roles and and certainly Soss has been that guy. Um, from the first moment I met him, he's uh, um, sort of stipulated where he feels like he can um, help us and, and he's just prepared to be able to play whatever role we give us and um, I think he likes going into the ruck um, <laughs> he likes that freedom to be able to roam around the ground and, and get his hands dirty and, and then obviously slide forward and um, create that pressure and if he's lucky he'd go It'd be nice uh, coaching Patrick Cripps, but one person I look at is Sam Walsh and what he does for your game style. The work rate that, that kid does up and back, <laughs> runs out to the wings. He creates space for other people around him, but his work rate sorts out the, the link up one, two. He gets burned a lot by his teammates, but that's because he, he gets up and he, he continues to present options. And, and I guess he makes the, the defenders really second guess whether they go with him or stay with the ball carrier. Um, his work rate last night was outstanding. Yeah, it's just the guys that um, run when everyone else stops. He's uh, It's phenomenal what this guy does with his training. Um, you know, like he, there's nothing he misses in his preparation. Um, you know, he's first he's first on the track and he's generally last to leave. Uh, you know, like he's just constantly working on his game. And um, and when you sort of have someone like that in your, in your team that can just still work when everyone else is stopping, it just still keeps your system flowing. And demands others to keep running, and um, you know he's obviously been a, a fantastic player um, for us in the past. Um, this year he's been great to coach. Um, 
like I said, he's always trying to go to work, and he's always trying to work out how he can help the team. And um, yeah, he's got a he's got an unbelievable attitude, unbelievable work rate, and, and clearly we know his talents. Fossey, we know you've got a lot of really good players. You've just touched on a couple. I want to ask you about a couple of the lesser known, or I guess the less high-profiled players in Owies, Cottrell and Durden. Now look at their numbers last night. Two goals, one goal, and Durden a couple of behinds. What do you ask of these players in these sort of role plays? How do you measure them as well? And how do you know if they are actually committing or, or achieving what you want from them, given that you can't just base it off pure numbers? It's a great question. Um if I had to come back in my footy lifetime uh, and, and, and play in a different position, I wouldn't pick half forward. Um, <laughs> it, it, uh, it's such an unrewarded um, place to play. And these guys know how much we absolutely love what they do. Um, and we have to also acknowledge that these are sorts of the roles where um, you won't walk off the ground playing a fantastic game every week. And you'll have periods of the game where um, you might not get near it, um, but you still have to run those defensive patterns. You still have to, you know, get up and do things like, you know, taking away the corridor. And we ask them to reset back inside 50 and get the ground ball and chase and harass and tackle. And, and mate, when you get the chance, um, can you kick the odd goal? It would be nice and, and, and finish it off. It's, it's such an unrewarded um, role to play, but every single team I think would sit here and really um, you know, pour the love on the guys that are able to do those roles and, and that's what they do for us um, they've been able to bring the pressure, they've been able to bring the heat, um, it just creates that delay that you need to be able to set up your defence and, and without them, our system just doesn't work. You're in a position now Vossi where you can launch into the back half of the year, this is a position this club hasn't historically in recent history been in sitting in fourth as it currently stands. I'm looking at the your run home from here, but you've got a huge three weeks coming up. How far ahead can you look? Or is it simply with this group, hey, let's just keep ticking the boxes. You roll into Richmond next week, then you've got Frio and the Saints. It's a big three weeks coming up. Uh, it's a great question, um, Dale, because, you know, the, the tendency is, is that when um, the wins start coming is you look further and further ahead. Yeah. Um, and the challenge for us is that, um, we, we have to really sort of resist that as a, as a temptation and keep looking what, what's the challenges in front of us and let the people who are in those positions to be able to um, look what the next month needs to look like. But we, we've got to keep our eyes on the road in front of us and, um, and look at the next contest. And we've been involved in some really big games, um, you know, playing against Collingwood, obviously only a fortnight ago and just the size of the crowd there and then um, playing against Essendon with 65-odd thousand people and, and we'll walk into this game probably expecting 75-80. So, um, no, we can't afford to, to, to do anything other than just look at the competition in front of us and we have to plan really hard. We have to prepare really hard um, because it, it, it's not getting any easier. Um, so what's the point of looking ahead? Uh, Vossi, Sam Edmund here. I just want to ask you about Adam Chair. Obviously, you'll get him scanned with the hamstring tightness. But at this stage, with a six-day break before Richmond, would you say he's unlikely at this point? Oh, yeah, he's highly unlikely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so we'll, we'll get it assessed, uh, um, I think, tomorrow or Monday um, might be the day that we actually can get it fully assessed. Um, obviously, playing a Friday night game, that puts us back behind. But... Yeah, I would have thought he's unlikely for, for the game this week, that's for sure. And when it comes to your list, I mean, you've had a, a good look at it now for a good period of time. I mean, what do you think you need with an eye moving forward? I mean, do you look at it and think, we've got everything we need here, given natural growth and improvement, or in your mind, is the puzzle still needing a piece or two? I know, it, your list is always um, 
is always evolving. We, we, we don't certainly feel like we're a finished product in, um, you know, in a lot of things that we do. We're, we're only just uh, starting. There's a great base that's um, been formed here. There's been a lot of work that's been put into this list. Um, you know, when I first walked in, um, it was nice to be able to just sort of walk through and, and talk to, talk walk with players and talk with players about where they're at and um, and give everyone an absolute fresh set of eyes. Um, when you come at the end of um, 12 months, you, you've probably got a bit more information, a bit more evidence. Um, you understand what you need, what you don't need. Um, so we'll take that time to do that. That's not right now. Um, but because you're always sort of formulating what that is going to ultimately look like for you. But mm. uh, I'll, I'm pretty determined um, with the list management team just to sort of take our time with it and uh, and see what see what evolves in the back half of this year. And some will step up and some will, some will step down. But, uh, yeah, we're, we've got plenty of work to do, though. So the most recent piece that you added in the mid-season draft, Michael, was mm. Sam Durden. So he plays VFL. How what what's the how steep is the curve? He knows how to play league footy, but he doesn't know Carlton system terminology role. How steep is the curve to be ready to be a legitimate selection option? Oh, it's huge! It's huge. I I tapped him on the shoulder on day two, and he's sitting in front of the computer. I don't think he'd left it for three hours. Um, <laughs> And uh, I said, mate, you don't don't worry, you don't need to know it all, all at once. Um, I, maybe maybe it might help him a little that um, you know he's playing a bit more key post, so um, he probably just got to understand what's going up the field to try and help him. Um, but uh, I, I think he, he he just needs to come in and mix in with his teammates. Um, you know, certainly playing in that back six, back seven, it's about trust and understanding, and um, the more relationships that he can build really quickly, um, the better it will be. Uh, we understand that he'll take a little while to sort of pick up the game nuances that we're after, but uh, um, he's familiar with his position, so that's certainly a that's certainly a start. And it was the first time you'd looked at the defence without Jacob Wiedering with this injury. He's uh, he looks like the centre of gravity down there. Who, who where does responsibility go around um, the the system and the setup and the instruction that, I, that I'm sure Jacob is is a central part to? How how have you disseminated that through those who are there? I will miss him, but it's got to be a collective response, um, Jared. We, we've um, we've we've spent a lot of time on that around, um, you know, that next man up, and um, we we would love to have him there uh, as we would have loved to have had um, H for the last for the last month. But we, we've got to be a team that um, has to be able to adapt to things. And there's another guy that comes in. We're fortunate that Marchi was obviously able to come into the into this side, and um, and he's going to have to go to he's going to have to pick it up pretty quick as well, but. Um, no, we we always ask for a collective response. We'll always miss the, um, someone like um, some someone like Jacob, but um, the players have got on with things. They're not whinging about who's there, who's not there, um, where we're playing, what conditions we're playing them in. So we just play on, and um, we back in with the players that uh, that are there to be able to execute what we need. Good to have you with us, Michael. Good luck for Thursday night. We'll see you then. Appreciate it. Thanks for that. Michael Bye. Voss, Carlton coach. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.